I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. Is what I've just described the normal Christian life? Perhaps you have felt that way many times. Perhaps you have taken consolation in the fact that Paul seems to write these words as a Christian. Paul is sharing with us in Romans seven fourteen through uh, 20 here what it is to live the Christian struggle with sin. There are those who teach that this is the normal Christian life, that this internal struggle is the normal Christian life. There are those who prescribe this to you as even being a measure of spiritual maturity. And again, perhaps you have drawn consolation from the fact of knowing that if the great Apostle Paul struggled like this, then that gives some meaning and consolation to your own struggle. But the question really is, is Paul describing here the normal Christian life? If you're Lutheran, your teachers will say yes. If you're Presbyterian, your teachers will say, oh yes. If you're Reformed Baptist, your teachers will say, oh, very much so, yes, yes. If you come from nearly any tradition that comes out of Reformation Europe, they will tell you that this indeed is the normal Christian life and this is what you should expect. In fact, even many evangelical leaders these days of independent denominations and independent churches will read this and say to a person in counseling, "This, this is the normal Christian life. You must be prepared to struggle like this. You must be prepared to do what you don't want to do and not do what you want to do. In the coming in the coming episode, we're going to tackle this. We're going to take a good hard look at this text. And we're not going to look at it through the lens of trend, tradition. We're not going to look at it through the lens of theology books, especially systematic theology books. We're not going to pull a popular author off the uh, bookshelf here and read and tell you what he says in his commentary. Now, we're going to let Paul actually speak to us, but contextually and exegetically and within the overall text of 
the scripture itself. And then we're going to look at it, of course, prayerfully. So in the next episode, we're going to look at Romans 6, 7, and 8 as a unit. The whole context. So that we can be true to our exegetical uh, rule. Context, context, context. And what we will find is that this is not the normal Christian life. This is not what Paul's point is here. So what is Paul talking about? To whom is Paul referring? And why should that matter to you? Well, if you're convinced that the Christian life is a struggle of sin, defeat, and struggle, sin, defeat, and struggle, then it should matter to you because that's a horrible way to live. Secondly, you are being robbed of the good news of your salvation and your freedom from the power, penalty, and pollution of sin. And although we have not been delivered fully yet from its presence, the power, the penalty, and the pollution of sin that Paul is describing here is not the normal Christian life. And so in the next episode, we're going to look at Romans 6, 7, and 8, and we're going to determine just what is then the normal Christian life. And I think you will be excited to hear that it has everything to do with walking in the Spirit, walking in the power of the resurrection. And though we groan, though we are yet not yet fully redeemed, and we still have these bodies that we're carrying around that we are groaning in, we are not described here in Romans seven fourteen and 20 as a normal Christian life. Hope you'll join me. In the meantime, may the Lord strengthen you, encourage you as you prepare. I would only ask that you read Romans 6, 7, and 8 soon, before the next episode comes up, entitled, Romans 7, The Normal Christian Life? Amen.